This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, what's up, Geekscapists? Welcome to episode 233 of Geekscape. We are, we're coming up on the five-year mark on Geekscape, and uh, it seems like the more we do Geekscape, the more rewarding it becomes. We've uh, created a partnership with Kamikaze Expo, and we're here at the first annual Kamikaze Expo, uh, taping from the Geekscape booth. And if this is your first Geekscape, you're about to watch your favorite movies, video games, and comic book podcast. But usually we tape at my house, on my couch, and... Um, We've had tons of great guests, but it's never as exciting as when we're out live with the fans. Uh, and I'm always joined by co-hosts. And at these con episodes, I've got like a rotating uh, co-host kind of wheel going on. And our first co-host is Jessica Villarreal. Hello. Um, Jessica, uh, you got to kind of eat the mic. That's the oh, problem with like this, this, right? She's got to eat the mic, so right? Used to tell me in high school. Eat the mic. What, Eat what the were mic. you like in? Uh, what were you doing in high school? Were you in a debate team? No, no, were you no. Making no. An awful I, was, I was in choir. Pervy joke. I was in. Oh, maybe, choir. Maybe. I don't <laughs> the know. audience doesn't mind. Just, oh, okay. The audience doesn't uh, mind. Oh. Um, so you're at Kamikaze Expo and your dress is Chun Li. And just in the ten minutes you've been at the Geekscape booth, so many people have come by wanting a photo with you. Yes, yes. Um, this is. Uh, I've I've donned the Chun Li for quite a few years now. Um, and and yeah, I feel like I should go to like children's hospitals in this outfit or, or something <laughs> because every time I wear it, people love it. Like it genuinely makes people happy. So um, I love doing it. It's 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 great that it gets so much response, or else you know I'd be doing it wrong. So. And, and Jessica, how does the audience know you? Because you've been on the geek scene in the video mm -hmm. online scene for a long time. What are some of the credits that they can go and find you on? Oh my goodness. Um, well, I started in about 2006 with All Games Radio. That was a live daily podcast. I moved on to GameGirl.com, which was a division of GamePro Magazine. Uh, I worked with the game show on the Stream.TV, and then I co-hosted This Week in Video Games on ThisWeekend.com. And um, I've recently gotten to guest appear here on Inside Gaming with Machinima.com, and I actually got to host the feed on G4TV's Attack of the Show once. And, That's pretty uh, cool. Oh, it was exciting. It was the best thing ever. That's pretty cool. And Were so, you nervous at all? Uh, well, it was my first time ever reading a teleprompter, and uh, it was live television, so it was a little, uh, it was a little intense. How'd you do? But I think I did okay. But um, you know. I loved it. I loved it. And I would do it again in a second. <laughs> well, you guys probably watched that episode. Uh, leave a comment. Let us know in the forums how Jessica did. You guys probably were just like, yeah, she was pretty hot. We didn't really care if she said anything. But the cool thing about Jessica is she's not one of the geek girls who are just geek girls to be geek girls. Like, right. Jessica, you roll old school. What old was your What school. was your first video game? Because you grew up in Texas near yes, me. Yes, Austin, Texas, yep. to be exact. Uh, the Sega Master System okay. was my first system with the 3D glasses and the little <laughs> phaser gun. So what was your game? Um, well, there were, I had three, to be exact. Uh, Double Dragon, okay. which my sister and I practically memorized and played uh, into the ground. And we could never get past the last level because the dude with the machine gun would come out and just knock us out every time. Altered Beast. Uh, Altered Beast was my other game, and that actually has one of my most favorite gaming memories ever. Did you get I that for the Master later. System, or did you get that for the Genesis? That was the Master System as well. Whoa, that is older oh, school than yeah. me, because I remember when I bought my Genesis, it came with Altered Beast, but it wasn't the Master right? System. No, it, it was, was Master System. And wow. then Zaxxon. Zaxxon. Zaxxon was my shit. Did you ever play Fantasy Star on the Master System? I did not. Because that, I mean, Fantasy Star was the RPG for the Master System. Ah. That one was insane. I remember going over to a buddy's house and just being like, you know what, this looks nicer than Final Fantasy. Mm. And my game was Dragon Warrior on the oh. NES. Oh, wow. And okay. I remember that that 
I mean, Fantasy Star was great, and then you had a little cat following you. Like, if you guys remember the old school Fantasy Star on the Master System, whenever you would make a party, it wouldn't it wouldn't just be one avatar walking around. It would be kind of a chain of everyone in your party, and at the end, you'd have a little cat following you around, oh, bouncing. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I think you would love Fantasy Star. Yeah, oh, maybe. Oh, and then where did you progress from there? Like Master System, were you a Sega girl, or did you start doing like a Super Nintendo too? Um, well, then I went to the NES with the Power Pad. Um, yes. Did except, you cheat? No, oh, I totally cheated. Ugh. Yes. Yes, I always used my, my hands. I never ran on that thing. And I remember my sister and I stayed up all night trying to beat the uh, the, the track and field game. And uh, the next day we woke up so unbelievably sore. <laughs> so unbelievably sore because we were just, we were kids, you know? So we were just like pounding on the, the power pad the whole night. I'm surprised, I'm surprised my parents didn't come down and yell at us. What are you guys doing up there? <laughs> no, it's cool. Power just pad. Just power pad. You know, um, exercise. Hey, what are you playing now? Like, like, what are you playing now? Right now, I'm What's playing your big Uncharted game 3. Okay, uh, and how is it? Oh my gosh, I'm loving it. It's absolutely beautiful. Um, I feel like the the minute details that they have in that game, from like the lip syncing to um, just making it look like an actual movie, is what is making Uncharted stand out from the rest of the titles this year. Did you play Batman? Not yet. Okay. I, it's in my because Arkham has been my game me. for the last couple of weeks, and that's what everyone's been saying. And I love Arkham, but the debate is: is Arkham Uncharted three, or is it going to be Skyrim? Is it going to be the new Call of Duty that right. comes out this week? Or Legend of Zelda: Skyward I am Sword. I'm really excited for Skyward here? Sword. Look at this Chun Li. You brought Chun Li. Look at Regina. Guys, I play you this all is the Regina, time. the reason that Kamikaze Expo exists. You guys might remember a year ago, Brian Walton writing an article for the site about, hey, yeah. what is this Kamikaze Expo? <laughs> it's amazing. Does LA have too many expos? And I'll tell you the truth, we were surprised at how many people were at Kamikaze Expo yesterday. Yeah. I think I'm you were surprised, surprised by how many people. I heard that you guys expected 5,000 but got 15,000 yesterday. We got, we got about... Over twenty thousand oh yesterday. Yeah, congratulations. Was, well, you know, you're gonna put on a show. You got to promote it. Yeah. That's right. And then, I mean, I got, I did a good job. Chun Li came. Chun Li came. She's been doing kicks. She actually kicked a couple of people who tried to run away with Geekscape <laughs> stuff. But Re Regina, I'm, I'm so proud of you. I'm proud of you too. Aren't you excited? I You've mean, been my biggest supporter. What? You've been one of my biggest supporters. You're like a bra. <laughs> we, we, we did do uh, throw a party this summer. Yes, that did. was fun. Stan Lee ass. was there. It kicked ass. It was the, the party of Comic Con. Yes, it was. Chun Lee was. We're going to do it again next year. We're going to do it again next and, year. And, and Kamikaze, are you going to do it again next year? I think so. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you can't turn away 20,000 people. Definitely, and it's going to be bigger. If this is what we did the first year, just imagine what I'll do next year. It's going to be, be crazy. crazy. And it's always going to be affordable. So I'm yeah. not going to rip you off like the other shows. What were the tickets this year? Just twelve bucks. Twelve dollars, and they didn't even and have more celebrities us. than a movie theater, right? Or right. a movie. The, the, the one I was excited. Yeah, she's who's here? here right Elvira. Now. She's Elvira's gonna. Here. Yes. She's gonna have her. Uh, we're gonna give her her lifetime achievement award, oh. and a couple hours. So we're we're giving her a pet cemetery cross. Uh. <laughs> That's awesome. Gonna destroy That's great. Everything. I gotta get running. I just wanted okay. to bomb you. She's guys the busiest today. person no, in the convention anytime. center. Bomb us anytime. Thank you, Regina. Okay, bye. Yeah, from Troma. I remember. So, uh, listen. So, Uncharted 3. Let's talk about oh, how yes. great that game is. Uh, this is arguably the game of the year. Right. Uh, how is this different from Uncharted 2? Because people are saying, oh, it's just like a Hollywood movie that you play. Is that Does that stand or does it have a ton of gaming elements to it? Uh, well, I mean, I feel like, first of all, that's an, an ultra compliment. Right. Because, like, those are, like... 60 million dollar movies on you know in Hollywood and this game to, to be able to say my game plays like a movie like that's I feel like that's one of the reasons why we go to movies is to escape from this reality and that's why we're in Hollywood and so many people want to be actors to be able to play that role and you are actually playing that role as Nathan Drake in Uncharted and um, I mean I thought the second one looked like a movie too just right. just the way the, the, the things fell. is this one better than the second one so I far I'm not that far in so I can't officially say that I like the third better than the second, but I can say that all I really want to do is go home and beat this fucking game already. Because <laughs> I just very, very seldom does a game just suck me in and uh, to where I want to just like drop everything and just go home and focus on a game. 
and uh, this this is definitely one of them. But you're still holding out for Zelda before you make your judgment on whether or not uh, you what's know, the game of the Skyward year. Skyward Sword is looking pretty nice. I mean, it's got you know over 100 hours of gameplay from what I understand. It's getting tens across the board. Mm -hmm. What I worry about is how precise you need to do, uh, how precise you need to play the game with the motion plus controls. Right. Right. Because some of those enemies, I had some trouble with them at, at E3. Oh, because, which enemies? Well, like the scorpion, you have to be pretty precise because you have to hit him in the middle of his claw, but he keeps right. rotating it. Yeah, so yeah, literally, yeah. it's not just waggling a controller no, anymore. Not at I think all. we're getting to what people imagined the Wii would be for right. four or five years ago when the thing came out, mm -hmm. precision controls, yes. and with, it it, it, we're precise. finally getting it. Yeah, it is. Uh, the Wii Motion Plus is required to play this game, and um, it does have like a lot of configuring where you have to put the Wii, uh, the Wii Motion Plus on a flat surface so it can configure and so it can be more accurate. So yeah, I did notice you had to do that quite a bit, but I would rather have more accurate gameplay than just. Well, waggle, 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 waggle. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna yeah, separate so. the good gamers from the bad gamers. Exactly. You thought exactly. that the good gamers were just people who played Xbox 360. No, there are good gamers on the Wii. Yeah. Oh, totally. I mean, to have And this is going to separate them. Yes. Yes. I'm excited about it. I heard it's hard as hell. It's, um, when I, the, from what I've played, it's pretty challenging. It's especially the loft wing exercise that you're going to have to... Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Training to fly the bird? Yes. The okay. loft wing. Is that what loft he's called? The, the bird is called a loft yes. wing? <laughs> I like him, but he's got a dopey beak. Yeah. He's kind of a fun little... They're, they're He's like a dodo. Like dodos. Yeah, right. exactly what I was going to say. I'm excited about it. Yeah. Uh, that might be my game of the year, but right now, you and know I've been Skyrim. running around. Have you taken a look at Skyrim at No, all? that game's just too encompassing. I'm like, no, oh it'll okay. absorb my life. Well, I got a demo What little life Skyrim. I have, it'll and absorb I, it. I, I feel like I, I barely got through not even 1% of the game in three hours. Really? And I didn't know what I was doing. However, I still felt like I needed more. Like, I feel like if I were to play another game for three hours, uh, I'd be either interested or not interested. And this, I didn't do much at all. Yeah, do I that still, to you. Oh, yeah, sorry. And I still had to. I'm scared, of, I'm scared of a game like Skyrim. I'm even scared of the parts in, in Zelda where you have to modify your weapons based on what the mm -hmm. enemies are dropping. Right. I, I got in trouble the other night on Halloween. I came home, and my wife was working at her office. We have a, a little home office for her. And she's working in it. So I was like, all right, well, it's, it's, it's Halloween. I'm going to go visit Calendar Man. Because you can visit Calendar Man on the different holidays oh. in, in Batman, and he says something different. Oh, okay. And there's an achievement if you do, like, all 20. Nice. So I said, I'm going to go visit Calendar Man. My wife kept working, so I played the whole game. I mean, I, I'd beaten the game. I played the whole game. Mm -hmm. And then I started going after the Riddler clues. Finally, 1130 at night, my wife's like, when are you going to stop playing the game? And we had to have a talk about when it's appropriate Aww. to spend time with her and when it's appropriate to clean the streets, as it's called in my household. She goes, Jonathan, when you come home and you immediately just start to clean the streets... I feel a little left out as your wife. Aww. Sometimes you need to make time for me right. and less time for cleaning the streets. But Gotham City isn't going to clean itself, I woman. Oh, I know. That's your job. I come home and the apartment cleans itself miraculously. I don't know who does that. But, Aww. hey, that's I'm an awful husband. No. Gamers don't make good husbands. Okay, I'm an awful no. husband. I'm like, wow, everything's clean. The bathroom's clean. My laundry's done. Do, the bed's do, made. Do gamers this make is good great. wives? Like, am I going to make a good wife someday? Make a, because I, I don't know. So many games? I, I don't, don't know. know but I don't cook, but I play games. But she's a, she, she, yeah, that tested the patience of our, that tested our marriage a little bit. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. I, I think you'll make a phenomenal wife as long as you get a guy who, uh, I, I don't know. I, I, do? if, if everybody's that's, gaming at the same time, so. you guys are just going to be broken, poor, and angry. I know. No. Gaming is an expensive habit. It's yeah. so expensive. I'm looking forward to spending a ton of money in the next couple of weeks on Super Mario Land 3D. Oh, man. Skyward Sword and then Mario Kart 7. Mario Kart 7. What about Star Fox 64? I got it. I've been beating it. Oh, I've been playing. Okay. I've been barrel rolling motherfuckers okay. left and right. Are you kidding okay. me? Yeah, Who are you yeah, talking yeah. to here? This is Geekscape, not Fakescape. Isn't that right, Matt Kelly? <laughs> Matt Kelly, wave to the audience. He's waving and he's not in front of the camera. I know. <laughs> All right, Jessica, you've got to judge a uh, cosplay competition yes, later on. Yes, there's a cosplay competition happening here at Kamikaze. The winner gets a lifetime pass to Kamikaze, and I think uh, there's some cash prizes in there as well. Okay, and how long did it take you to put this whole thing together? Um, this was actually made by my friend's mother, and she put it together in, I think, like a day. That's incredible. She sewed it all in a day, and it's amazing. And I think, and she didn't even charge me for it, which I appreciate uh, beyond belief. And it's it's you know after I don't know how long, six after like five years it's still in pretty good shape. It looks great. Yeah yeah yeah. And so, you're getting phone you're getting pictures taken with you left and right. I know. 
some some upskirt shots too. I saw someone like really. No, no, I'm just joking. Oh, just joking. We, we've, no, we saw that yesterday. Yesterday there was somebody uh, taking a picture of a Catwoman's ass, and literally they ran after him. Oh. They chased him down. Oh man! You remember that? There was a Catwoman sitting right. Oh, Nick Gregorio saw it. Nick Gregorio, who who just kept sitting down. He didn't chase anybody. Did you Nick know? Um, I think cameras in Japan now have to have the clicking sound because uh, people were taking pictures of uh, girls' skirts on the train. Makes so sense. now it has to make a sound when Makes it actually sense. like. I think I think the sound. Whoa! Hey. Yes, God. No. Oh, yes. That's Regina. We're doing a geekscape here. Are they? No. <laughs> They're announcing. Hey, we're doing a geekscape over here. Um. Elvira. They're announcing that Elvira is going to be oh, signing man. soon, and they're so going to be giving amazing. her a lifetime achievement. The Pet Cemetery. <laughs> um, they're still announcing about Elvira. Um, what I was going to say was, instead of making a clicking sound on cameras, the, the sound should be like, hey, there's a pervert over here. There's a pervert over here. Instead of a click on the cameras, hey, there's a pervert over here. <laughs> That is pretty pervy. Yeah, this guy. Yeah, it, it should have an accelerometer on it so it knows when it's being held at a, at a, at a lower angle. It's and then, it, if you're taking photos in an upward, it'll kind like of thing, shock yeah. you or something. Which kind of sucks. It, yeah, which kind of sucks it, it, if you're like a little person and every photo has to be like this. <laughs> you're just destined to be a pervert. <laughs> in Japan, just don't go there. Uh, Jessica, good luck today. Thank you, Jonathan. Amazing. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. We're gonna have you back on very on soon. My, uh, you're gonna be. You're, you're gonna be on Geekscape some more. I would love to. But right now we got to get a regular guest on. Oh, okay. Somebody who's been on Geekscape before. You guys know him. Look at Joey. Joey is here. What's up, guys? The author of Footprints, IGN comic book editor. That's me. And uh, how's Footprints doing here at the con? Very well. We have issue two finally debuting here at the show. So not too bad. That just fell apart, whatever yeah. that was. People behind us are, like, dropping stuff. Um, uh, how's your experience at the con? Like, it's the first time at the con. Good, man. Are you into it? Yeah, like feeling it's it crazy. Like I didn't expect it to be so jam packed, and it's a really good turnout. For yeah, the, the, the turnout's huge. It's bigger than Long Beach, I'm pretty yeah. sure. Oh, yeah. And you've got tons of cosplayers. Yesterday, I bet. Uh, uh, yesterday, I met Sean Cannon, who played uh, Bad Boy Barnes in Karate Kid Three. Nice. A lot of people are in the <laughs> Karate Kid One. A lot of people in the Karate Kid Two. Cause you like the bonsai the shop? It's got the Peter Cetera one. No, I like the third one when they open the bonsai shop, yeah. and it's I'm got the girl from Teen Witch in it. And Bad Boy Barnes, played by Sean Cannon, who has a cookbook out. I didn't really? know he had a cookbook out. Yeah, the dude wow. from Karate Kid 3. Sorry, ma'am. <laughs> she just guessed it on Geekscape. The, 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 the bad guy. Sorry about that. The dude from, uh, from Karate Kid 3 has a cookbook out. He's on Young That's and awesome. the Restless. I bet it's really good, too. I bought the cookbook for my brother, and he signed it. Make, uh, follow my recipes, or I'll snap you like a bonsai tree. <laughs> Jessica needs to get her bag. Her bag's in frame. Like, Jessica, here. Here, it's Geekscape. This ain't professional. Yeah. Hey, it's really what not. do you think you are? No. I, like, yeah, this, yo, this ain't attack the show. Here. We ain't got no teleprompter. We ain't got no craft services. All right? We got Joey Esposito. We do. And this guy over here that's going to bring the We got Matt Kelly over here. Matt, if you guys you guys can't see this, but um, people are fiddling <laughs> with really the uh, barricade in the back of the booth. And Matt Kelly's going to end up getting impaled get by crushed. something. And you know what? If that happens, I'm going to rush over, grab the camera, and shoot it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't care. So, Joey. There you go. Footprints, it's going to be a four-issue series. Yes, sir. It's already going to get collected, right? Yes. We're going to be in uh, previews next month in December for, for the trade paperback. In December, the trade paperback's going to be in previews, but you're able to put out a, a, a comic a month. You've yep. kept to it. Yep. Kind of. Well, <laughs> kind of. Hey. Kinda. hey. <laughs> It's indie, yeah, indie comics know, publishing, all right. Um, but people have been coming by. You got a great premise for the book. I read the first issue. I love the first issue. Thank you. Uh, the second issue, I'm gonna have to get the second issue now. Yes, I you're, you're, you're I turning me. You're We're turning right me into an. You. You're turning me into an addict. <laughs> yeah, he, his booth is literally right there. We're surrounded my, my by our friends. Manning the booth. We're surrounded by our friends. Is your girlfriend into this stuff? Is she into comics? She's she's getting there. I'm educating her. So this ain't gonna work out. Joey, <laughs> hate to tell you, this ain't gonna work out. Right? If you guys are interested in dating Jessica Villarreal, you guys have to email me at jonathangeekscape.net. But also, talk about your video game cred. Because you, you know there are a lot of furds out there. These, these are fake nerds. These are girls who go out there and they're like, yeah, I like video games and comic books. 
No, they like dressing up like skanks. They like All playing right? Mario. And that's the truth. You know, what, right? you know how you can tell? They like walking around, Listen. shaking their ass. You guys saw what Jessica was wearing. It was conservative. It was nice. All right? Ain't no upskirts. It's a long skirt. All right? They're not going to be walking around like, hey, I'm just a cute chick. Halloween every day. No, none of that crap. All right? You, you roll like that, you end up getting pregnant. All right? You end up getting pregnant. Look, this and that's is, what goes this is how you separate, right? okay? You, you play Mario with them, right? If they don't hold down the run button, they're no good. Okay. So it, you actually got your girl to play Mario with you. Is that part of your litmus test? No, no, no. It you got to try that. I do. This whole thing could be crashing burning. Look at her. See, we're waving at her. She's like, you guys are talking about us right now. That's true, though. Joey, have you, ever gotten mad, have you ever gotten mad at you for playing too many video games when you're supposed to be spending time together? No, actually. It's okay. I'm not a huge gamer at the moment. How about comic books? Yes, comic books do you are have a problem. Do you, you guys who watch the show know that after sex, sometimes I like to say, all right, back to comics, and I like to read comics. Do you have a post-coital comic book phrase? Like, after sex, you, you, you say something I don't, something but I'm going to develop one now. You have to. You have to. I, I really mean, do. Wait. So after sex, you don't just read comics. Oh, no, I do. I don't have a phrase right. that gets me there, though. Yeah, yeah. You got to say something. She, okay. she, she knows it's not cuddle time. Like, woman, get off of me. Like, go. Like, you know what I mean? Okay. Cuff the puss, perhaps. Yeah, cuff the puss. Or, no, the puss has been cupped. But my phrase, you could use my phrase. Like, you I'll, guys can use my it. phrase. My phrase literally is, back to comics. I, I feel like they could be stronger, though. Like I mean, no what? Offense. I don't no, know. no, it's just because I'm a weakling that it's not strong. Okay. I don't wash my hands now. My comic's got to be legit. <laughs> like, Nick Gregorio's yelling at me because he's like, come on, man. Yo, that makes it mint. Wow. My comic's got the smell of real life. That's terrible. <laughs> they're preserved. What? It's a, I mean, we're talking about comic books, not the freaking Koran or the Bible. All right? We're talking about comics. Comics need a little bit more woman with them. All right? That is true. Does your comic come with woman? My comic's... Come with woman. All right? Joey. Yes. Sorry we, got off, sorry we got off of footprints. So you got four issues of footprints. Yes, sir. Which are in The first two issues are in stores. Yes. And then you can actually, in December, tell your comic book store owner, hey, I want that footprints trade paperback. So you got to do. All right? We need that. We're going to be promoting it in December. We're going to be getting Joey back to promote. So you guys keep your eyes open for that one. Um, and then after the four issues are done, yes. is there going to be more footprints? What else are you going to be working on as creator? Um, Jonathan Moore, the artist of Footprints, and I are working on a graphic novel after that, which is just a full-fledged graphic novel. How long is it going to be? Graphic novel. Uh, not really sure yet. We're shooting around 200 pages. Um, it's going to be a complete 180 from Footprints. It's very based in real life. Yeah, you got to put that in your mouth almost. I would love right. to. <laughs> uh, based entirely on real life. Um, no monsters, no nor. Um, so it's going to be completely different. It was really challenging for both of us. He's taking a really different approach, uh, more painterly qualities and stuff like that. But as far as footprints, I would love to do more. We definitely have more stories that we'd like to tell with those characters. Um, but at the moment, we're moving on to something else. So footprints, guys, if you guys don't know what we're talking about, it's literally uh, a sort of a detective book uh, based on a group of uh, characters like that, that, that are all uh, myths, like like it's, all, like the, it's all the cryptid. So you have Bigfoot, Yeti, Loch Ness monster, Megalodon, and somebody uh, has started to knock them off, and they got to figure out who. Right, right. Bigfoot's brother, the Yeti, is murdered, so he gets his old team back together to figure out what happened, and it leads to you know this whole big mystery that's going on involving their past team in the, back in the 40s. And Joey, where online can we find more information about this Footprints? Um, you can find it on 215inc.com as our publisher or joeyesposito.com. And the first issue is actually available to read for free, which you can find on joeyesposito.com. That works. That works. So if you're iffy about it, you have the entire 22-page first issue to read. But I'm judge. warning you guys, you read that 22-first page issue, that 22-page first issue... You're going to end up wanting to uh, buy the second issue. And you just have to go to your, to your local comic shop and order the trade. You're a heroin dealer. That's what I do. That's what I do. You're a heroin dealer. There are a lot of kids running around. Any costumes you've yeah, seen that were all right? I saw a kitty cat dressed as Dexter earlier today. That's cool. And it was awesome. Somebody brought like a fake cat, like a stuffed animal oh, cat? Oh, no. It was, it was a, a real it was cat. For their, their pet cat. Who They said they tried to dye him blue, which didn't turn out. Well, but Dexter, the Red Lantern cat. Yes, and he had the he had the thing on. She was just walking around with him. It was really super adorable. I don't ever take pictures of cosplayers. Just I just don't. I guess maybe it's creepy. I've been to so many shows. You do the upskirts. Like, yeah, this this action. No, but 
I ran over to them. And I was like, I need to take a picture. I have to. So I tweeted it, and it's awesome. Super cute. Follow Joey on tw- on Twitter. You'll Joey get tons Esposito. of cat pictures. I promise. You get tons of little kitty pictures. <laughs> That's what I do. So All right. yeah. Well, when Joey Creepy. gets back on the show, he's going to be trying some of these postcoital phrases out. Yes. And he's going to be telling I'll us which of the manly ones I'll, are. I'll try like a whole like sheet. Like try some stuff out. I'll try some stuff out. I'll don't even like don't, don't warn her. Just like which like like gauge it on response. You get kicked out of bed or you not get kicked out of bed. That's what I do. Okay. All right. I'll I'll report back to you and let you know what works. A report card. All right, all right, all right. I like how you roll, Joey. Thank you. Thanks, man. Let's get, let's get Nick Gregorio over here. Get over here, you guys. We like to help out our friends like Joey Esposito. This is Nick yeah. Gregorio. Hi, Joe. How's it going, man? I don't think so. Look at this. Look at this. Yeah, yeah. I'm Nick Gregorio. All right. You want Joey? He'll be at his table. We're pushing green some more. Nick let's Gregorio here. Let's do it. We're selling copies of Green. His DVD. He wrote. Directed, starred in. Co-wrote with Troy Kaplan. He co-wrote the movie. Where can you find this movie online? Greenthemotionpicture.com. Greenthemotionpicture.com. Pick yourself up a copy. There's a little bit of a cameo by yours truly. It's not a cameo. He's, he's still hey, a, hey, I call it he's a, a ca- scene stealer. I'm a he's scene, a scene stealer, stealer, baby. He's being you modest me right with now, this? folks. I got to be modest, all right? Because people are going to watch the movie and be like, hey, this movie's pretty good. What the fuck's London doing in this? This is no, some bullshit. You did good. You did good, Johnny. But yeah, it's about to drop on. Is that that close? Yeah, you got to rock the mic. Too. I got to be on it. I got to be on the mic. You got to be in the mic. I got to be on the microphone. But the movie's going to drop on Netflix, Amazon, iTunes, Hulu in the next couple of months, and then we'll probably end up pulling the DVD off the website. So it's kind of like fire. You're going now. all digital. Yeah, it's going all digital. All right. So that all means right. I'll just I'll be able to like you know keep myself insulated with a thousand copies of Green. Okay, so the movie is about a dude who is a kind of a nickel and dime dealer in Philadelphia. From Philly, he gets he gets run out of town. Well, well, he, well, 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 what? He decide, He keeps he's getting coaxed by his friend, his old. He wants to go roommate. legitimate. He wants to go legitimate. So he moves to California to open a dispensary, but there's been a moratorium on licenses. So he stuck working at the dispensary with his good friend from college. To top it all off, his ex girlfriend, who left him because he's a drug dealer, is now dating the owner of the dispensary. Irony. So he says, I'm going to rip off this damn dispensary. Hey, pan yes. the camera over here, Matt Kelly. Pan the camera. Jessica Villarreal is still taking photos with the fans. Look at this. She's here all weekend. <laughs> She's kicking ass. She's doing the, 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 the little little hurricane kick. Look at look at this. It's phenomenal. Look at that. Those will be $10 photos, guys. Ten I'm kidding. What? Jessica, you got to make some money. It'll be $25. What is the name of Chung Lee's Hadouken? I don't know what it's called. Is it a Hadouken or like because it's always slower? It's like it is kind of slow. Uh, Nick, what have you been up to? You've been reading any comics? DC Fifty Two. Uh, you know, from the last time I was on the show, loved the Three new Fifty Two. Yeah, but the funds kind of got a little dried up a little bit. What's what, so what's lacking with the DC Fifty Two? Nothing. Are, are they just starting to like? Are you starting right. to differentiate between what was working, what's not working? I I think they're just. They just found like what modern comics should be about, and they've embraced it wholeheartedly. Well, you see the sales. Yeah, you were the sales. DC Comics destroyed Marvel in October. They owned like eight of the top ten spots, like sixteen or eighteen of the top twenty-five spots. Per dollar sales, they beat Marvel. Per unit sales, they beat Marvel. And here's the thing with the dollar sales on Marvel: DC's books are two ninety-nine, Marvel's are three ninety-nine, and they. what DC sales are three ninety? No, DC comics are two ninety nine. Are they cheaper? Yeah, DC's comics are two ninety nine. The only comic that DC sells at, at, at three ninety nine, I think, is Action, okay, Detective, and Justice League. So DC's selling comics cheaper and still beating Marvel in the money department. That's, that's awesome. the first time in like two decades that's happened. Well, then Marvel just dropped their day and day. Is that so that. hard to? Yeah, yeah. Is it so hard to keep it to your mouth? <laughs> I don't is. know. Were you gonna ask that? I was gonna ask that of you. Yeah, Marvel. Marvel is dropping day and date now for all their releases. But I'm like, what? What do you have? Who cares? What comics do you even have? I'm like an X-Men. I see. I don't because now you got the 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 Logan School, and you've got Cyclops on Utopia. I'm liking X-Men. See, I've I've stayed away from the X-Men ever since Astonishing stopped. I'm just not a big X-Men fan. I feel like they tread on the same concepts, and I I kind of think it discredits racial inequality of the '60s. Because they're like, oh, people are, you know, like they use those themes. But I'm like, that's so, that's trivializing what our country has gone through. In my opinion, not to get all Damn, political. Damn, holy shit, I'm you got political. X-Men, but 
that's how I kind of feel. I feel like it, it simplifies it and makes it like kind of a little bit of like a fun, super heroic racial issue when it really isn't. It was a sad, horrible time, and there weren't people with superpowers and abilities to get past that. They were just racially persecuted. So I think it kind of makes light of our cultural history. That's one of the problems I had with the X-Men books. Uh, but, I mean, I like the new Spider-Man, Ultimate Comic Spider-Man. I think that should just be Spider-Man. Peter Parker should have died a long time ago. I mean, yeah, did, yeah I, I thought, I thought, I thought that, that Spider Island was fun, but it had a lot of whack-ass places. Like, Peter Parker's identity, who gives a fuck now? If the cares? Jackal remembers who he is, that made no sense. Remember Mephisto, Doctor Strange, all those people completely wiped everybody knowing. That's the whole the whole point. Peter Parker's the identity. identity, and all of a sudden right? the Jackal's like making clones of them. Wouldn't the Jackal have forgot? I, I hate I just, that. I, I just, hate I that. They never explained it. They, they never explained why the how the Jackal still knows his identity. The, the funny thing is, no one liked anything to do with the Jackal or the Clone Saga or any of that stuff with Spider-Man. And then they're like, "Hey, let's bring that back." And people are like, "We didn't. We didn't like it in the first place." Everyone was so angry. When you did it in the first place, so why bring it back years later to try and mess. reinvigorate your brand? Like, no. I, th I, I thought I think the Venom stuff is fun. I like Venom's book. Okay. Scott I Collins, Rick Remender. I like that shit. That's a legitimate book. Are they doing like Venom as the symbiote on his own? I remember they well, were doing it, that for it, a little it, bit. Well, it's Flash now. Thompson who lost his legs in no Iraq, shit. and Flash Thompson's like a war hero. They give him the symbiote. He's got his legs back, but he's got to be, he's got to be Venom, Venom to do it. And, and he's, it's all covert ops and stuff, but he's fighting the suit the entire time. The Venom book is arguably the best Spider-Man book going on nice. right now. It is Flash Thompson. It's, a, it's like, a, like he's a military operative. He's got to use the Venom suit, but if he uses it too long, he becomes Venom. He becomes Venom, ah. and then he's got to balance that with Betty Brant dating Betty Brant. The scene, the, there was one uh, issue during Spider Island where his father died. And he had like a tumultuous relationship with his father. That was a well, well written issue. Okay. I mean, guys, if you guys are gonna pick up a Spider-Man book, I will check book, that out in digital print. Venom is the way to go. Go back to Venom number one and read the Venoms. Read the Venoms. And when you're done reading comics, like, are you telling them to go all the way back to like the Matt Geiger days? With no, 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 no. Okay, no. All right. Venom number one. I think they're like on number ten right the most, now. Oh, okay, so they re rebooted kind yeah, of don't freak again out. for the fortieth thousand yes. times. Yeah. Okay. Yes. And they might have got it right this time. They, they might have uh, got it right this time. They actually I made like, the character wor wor about something. I like what they did with him in, like, the uh, Dark Avengers and stuff like that. I thought that was a neat. Yeah. Like a serial killer having a horrible symbiote. Yeah, yeah, but but, 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 that, but that was what's-his-name. That, uh, that was the Scorpion. Yeah. Matt Gargan. Gargan, that's it. And, but, and Matt Gargan became, yeah, and then Eddie Brock became anti-Venom. Yeah. I remember and that. Anti-Venom that anti -Venom healed everybody from the spider that was such a That was such a fart. Anti Venom was such like, and now Eddie Brock ain't got nothing. He's cured of needing to have the Venom symbiote. Uh, I, Do you see how crazy it is? Now they're bringing back Carnage. I just, they're just, bringing back Carnage, which I'm like, now, uh, see, for all the kids cares. out there that don't know, this is what we grew up with with Spider Man: <laughs> Maximum Carnage. Like, and it's great for little kids because it's a bunch of colorful, goofy characters. But for adults that read comic books, it is the most brain dead, stupid. It's just dumb. It's like it's oh, picking I'm scabs. An, it's picking scabs yeah. that had healed over. We were like, man, that sucked then. Yeah, it wasn't even good when we it were kids. It might suck now. And now they're, I don't know. I just we do know. We do know. It's probably not we do know. Be so good. We um, do know. Look at this. Look at this. Kobe Bryant is here. Pan over. Pan over, Matt. <laughs> Kobe Bryant is here. He's taking pictures of Jessica. Look man, the strike has really hurt Look him. That. Look at him. Look he at he shrunk Bryant. a good three feet. Kobe Bryant's taking pictures with Jessica. That, this is phenomenal. It's a star-studded event. Kobe Bryant just walked by, took a photo. That was fantastic. Looking a little bit shorter on camera, but hey. Yeah, I mean, you know, this is a strike. The yeah, strike. He's, out strike. Of, he's out of practice. Yeah, he, he doesn't have to hit the gym anymore. <laughs> um, guys, we're going to be bringing you more stuff from Kamikaze this entire episode, which is probably like halfway over. Where are we at? 30-minute mark? 33? Once we get talking, John. Once we get there. talking, things keep rocking. All right? So stay tuned. Hey, we're back here on the Kamikaze floor with our good friend Joe Starr. Hi. Who writes for Geekscape. He also is the producer of the Geekscape Presents show, which is the first Tuesday of every month. In Burbank. In Burbank. It is a comedy show featuring stand-up comedians. Such as? And David. And David. <laughs> it's, it's a great show. It's free, <laughs> and you should come out. Because there's cheap appetizers and fun fun comedians. And Joe is hilarious. Asterios Kokonos. He's in it. He hosts it. He's, ba he's a really fucking funny he's great. host. Bailey DeRocher's all up in it. You guys remember Bailey? She says amaze balls every three minutes. Yep. 
and she giggles. And uh, she does PMS Adventures. She's been on the show before. She's over jo there somewhere. Joe, how come you've never been on the show? How come I've never been on this show? I just, you know, I, I have a very low self-esteem, and sometimes I'm just not sure where we're at in our friendship. No, you should be on the show. Not only that, but I am now recalling that you emailed me an article last week, and I haven't put it up on the site yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to put that up. You should. It's an, it's an article about something that happened the second week of October, and what we're only... It was uh, the Golden Goblins at the Games Workshop store in Thousand Oaks. What does that mean? It was uh, they did a painting competition for uh, Warhammer and Warhammer 40K, and I got to judge it, and it was awesome because there's nothing better than judging people who have small tattered self-esteems. <laughs> the little diecast models. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're judging like how, who painted the best. They were pretty rad, to be honest. Like they, like the guys that were in it were pretty awesome stuff. But you don't role play yourself. No. So what? 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 what uh, I kind of always wanted to. Yeah. So. But how come you get to judge something that you've never been a part of? Right. But that's the great thing about our country, <laughs> isn't it? Um. God bless Joe, America. You are also. You know, we've got Eric Diaz on the show on the site. We've got uh, Ian Kerner. But I, I say, I say that. Eric Diaz is a big fan of DC. You are the equivalent as far as Marvel goes. I'm the big Marvel guy. And we just had Nick Gregorio talking about how great Marvel uh, DC is and how Marvel he would. Yeah. What did you think of Spider Island? Spider Island was uh, it was good. Uh, uh, Humberto Ramos is uh, is a great penciler. He's one of my favorites. No, no, but story wise, how the fuck does the Jackal still know that Spider Man is Peter Parker? That didn't make any <laughs> sense. That did not. Um, and they didn't clear it up. They didn't explain it. It still makes me mad when I think about it. But you know what, though? I mean, the whole brand new day, do people know he's Peter? Do people not know he's Peter anymore? Still loads smoother than the new 52. How dare you? How do you say that? Do you, are you reading any of the new 52? No. Then how can you say that? You're because like judging I, another diecast model. Because I'm the tea party of comic books. I just know there's a black guy at DC, and I don't like him. <laughs> you know, Do you like that Luke Cage is on the Avengers? Yes, I do. <laughs> I love Luke Cage. So, uh, I think for our great. fans who are wanting to get into Marvel books, where would you make? Where would you get them to start? Uh, I, I would start with the X Men relaunch right now. Uh, Wolverine, the X Men number one, just came out. I thought it was great. Jason Aaron's a great writer. Chris Bacalo is probably my favorite it was penciler. A pretty good comic book version of the X-Men and the Wolverine comic, uh, cartoon. It kind of was, yeah. It was a little, I thought it was a little too silly. You thought it was too silly? Yeah, it was like, hey, we've got some people coming into, from, the, from, the, uh, from the state to okay us as an institution, as, yeah. as, as a school. Yeah. Wacky hijinks in a mutant academy. I can see that. I, I, I think, uh, I, do it. Wow. Yeah. I, I just saw a dude's dong off camera. <laughs> the dude walking by. He's and he had a baby. His dong was down. He had a baby. He's playing like the little Kamikaze. demon from... Uh, Clash of the Titans? Was he? Yeah, totally. I can't look at him again. Because I think he's just playing Blue Diaper Dong Man. <laughs> look at look at. If Matt Kelly was a real cameraman, he would put the camera on that guy. That, he's not even paying that attention. Dude in the blue? Not pan over, pan over, pan over to that dude in the blue, walking away with the baby. I've been you, feeling you totally proud, see, you, you can see his entire dong hanging out of this fucking thing. It was good. He's gone now. He's gone now. He's gone. Probably for the better. Yeah. Uh, but but listen. X Men and the uh, Wolverine and the X Men it was okay. Uncanny X Men was good. Yeah, the new Uncanny X Men, which is Scott's version of the team over in Utopia, that was cool. I liked it. Uh, and what, what's the name of the writer? Karen. Karen. Uh, Karen uh, Gillen. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Karen Gillen's a good writer, but he was doing X Men coming into this. But you also have this whole subplot with Mister Sinister. Yep. You know that's not going to end well. And they no. did something with the with the with the sleeping celestial. That yeah, Neil they did that like put in San Francisco's uh, like Golden Gate Park. Yeah, they put that there like. They put that there when they did the new god, like not the new gods, but they did the um, when Neil Gaiman did that little mini series. He put yeah. a sleeping celestial in Golden Gate Park. They didn't do anything with it, and finally, and here we go. You get Mister Sinister climbing inside of the thing. As long as it. as long as Greg Land isn't drawing it, really, I'm happy. What's your problem with Greg Land? He traces Victoria's Secret catalog <laughs> models and makes a lot more money than I will ever make I've, doing it. I've talked about it on the show, but I just got tired of like, oh, here's an action sequence that's about to begin. It's just like a girl. Yeah. It's supposed to look like she's about to start a fight, but she's posing. Yeah, it's like, there's demons coming at us, and everyone's brothers and family are dead. <laughs> That's every one of his panels. It didn't make any sense. So, Joe. Yeah. You're new to the Geekscape family. I am. Thank you for having me. We know me. that we, we, we need to have you. I mean, we need to have you a bit, bit more uh, on the site. We need to have you a bit more on the on the 
You need, the, to, uh, you need to show. put my articles up. <laughs> we need to put your articles up in a timely fashion. I like how I'm like, dude, you should write more. And then in my inbox, there's just like a bunch of Joe Star articles just sitting there. Um, I do need to put your article up. That's and, cool. Uh, and you're a future college graduate. Yep. Joe Wink. Star, uh, where are you going to get your degree from? DeVry. Now, where are you getting your degree from? WKU. <laughs> Wait, West Kentucky University? Yep. And uh, when did you start your degree? 1994. <laughs> when did you start? It was 94. No, you didn't. I'm 87 years old. <laughs> Matt Kelly and I had a recent get-together to discover that you've been one class shy of finishing your degree. The, uh, the weird thing is, is that it was, uh, it's, a, it's a class about the never-ending story. <laughs> and that's why I never get Gamork and Falcor straight. Uh, Joe Starr, a couple weeks ago, at a Geekscape Presents, told a joke about the never-ending story. I was really drunk. And he goes, yeah, the flying dog Gamork from never-ending story. And Molly Mahan and I are sitting there going, that's Falcor. This motherfucker's making a joke. It's Falcor. I was it's Falcor. Matt Kelly's saying the best part was when was yeah, 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 you were so confident in your joke you go I didn't even have to look that shit up and we're like yeah you did that was one of the first blackout experiences I've ever had drinking was on that stage because I didn't remember most of that set <laughs> it's a fun show first Tuesday of every month Burbank Michael's Bar and Grill Geekscape presents you could probably date rape Joe if you catch him at the right time during that set sober or like, not this guy's blacked out it's time to go Yep. Uh, you seen anything here at Kamikaze that you like? Mainly just the threats of date rape from John London. It's <laughs> good. There's a lot of cool steampunk stuff. Uh, me and the lady are going to go check a little bit more of that out. And, um, yeah, I might uh, swing back by and uh, check out the uh, the gaming tables, okay. if you will. Are you going to judge them? <laughs> I'm going to judge I'm them. I'm not here to play. I'm here to tell you what you did wrong. I'm here to scoff. Tentacle. And uh, we might get a taco from the taco stand up front later on. So, right. Sir? We'll get you on the couch back in L.A. Wait, I don't know what that LA. means. We'll get you back on the couch to do Geekscape. All right. When is that kamikaze? Sounds good. Thanks for having me. Geekscape is I'm here at the Cosplay in America booth with my buddy Asian Chang. Is that how you, is that pronounced correctly? You know what? I don't think anybody, actually, I don't think anybody knows my name. They just call me Cosplay in America. Do they really? Just call me CIA. CIA. That's my new name. Cosplay CIA. in America. Hey. Uh, it, it's a cosplay book that has tons of cosplay photographs that you've gone around the country. No, no, taking. no, no. It's a book of dentists from around the country. Come on, look at this. Does this not look like a dentist to you? You're gonna be crazy. Uh, so yeah. basically, what you've been doing is going around to conventions around the country, setting up this booth so you can take photos of people in their cosplay getups. Yep. And it's made a really, really handsome cosplay book. Yeah, uh, we've been wanting to have you on the show for a while. We got to have you back on the show here in a bit. But Silvis, Silvis. Talk about putting the book together. So talk about putting the book together. Okay, the book. Uh, I basically spent five months traveling to six conventions across the country, and I photographed about sixteen hundred. Okay, one thousand six hundred fifty-one cosplayers. I know because I have model releases from one thousand six hundred fifty-one <laughs> wow. people, and I put two hundred sixty-two in a book representing thirty states in the country. That's insane. And how's the book doing? The book looks doing pretty well. I think I'm going to sell out probably by in six months or so. Okay. And then after that, I hope to do another book, uh, just kind of bigger with more comic book conventions and gaming conventions and all that. Did somebody just race by in a little mini Humvee, being chased by a woman dressed in a raptor costume? Yes. Did you get that? This there's is. A, there's a pyramid head walking around here. Turn the cam. Pick up the camera and turn it around. Go Matt. go go, dude. Go Look at this. go here, go. Here, Asian. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Look at this. Let's go chase this down. Yo, there is a... Look at the pyramid head. Yo, this is like a mobile Geekscape now. Look at this. No, they're outside the front door. Look at, look at these guys. Asian, where are you going? He's got to go back to his booth, apparently. Look at, look at these guys right here. We're on TV. God, my mom is here. The monarch doesn't either. <laughs> How long did it take you guys to put all these together? Like two weeks. <laughs> yeah, oh, grab it. That's here. That's no for you. Peripheral. That's for you. <laughs> he just thought I was like assaulting you. No, you were holding something here and I couldn't see anything. <laughs> How hard has it been getting around with uh, your vision like this? Ah, uh, we do this. <laughs> <laughs> and it took you guys two weeks to put the costumes together? Yeah. Most of it was trying to find the most of it was trying to find the pieces? Yeah. That's incredible. That's incredible. How's the reaction been? The reaction? Oh, people love us. Uh, we actually met uh, 
Jackson Public yesterday, and he loved us. That's incredible. Yeah. That is incredible. Cool well, guy. thanks, guys. Thanks yeah, for no coming problem. on. Good luck. What do you have? What's in the pouch? Um, stuff. Hey, <laughs> he's got his camera and his cell phone in there. Yeah. Well, thanks, guys. Yeah. Look over here. Look over here. You're running, you're running into all sorts of people here at Kamikaze. Uh, we're just walking the floor, and look who we run into. Canyon Prince from First Edition. It's on. It's on. Radio Shack mics. Radio Shack mics. Hey, it's Geekscape. All right? Look how short this lady is. All right. Canyon. Can we just dust children? Because it's a Radio Shack mic, you basically have to eat it. That girl's going to float away behind you. Look. She is. She's a. That girl's going to float away. Um. So, Kangan, um, first edition, when are we going to watch the rest of it? Uh, w before the end of the year, the last three episodes will come out. And uh, there's some new stuff that we actually shot here that's going to be out soon. What are you working on now? I am working with this lovely woman on a project called uh, Kill Cam Live. What is that, you sick it bastard? Is, it is a inter the, the first, I think, interactive narrative horror project, horror yep. film. And what is your name? I'm April Wade. And April, what role do you play in Kill Cam Live? Um, producer, creator, and I may or may not be in it. What's the idea behind it? Um, <laughs> that uh, we put someone in a room and kill them within 72 hours. Wait, this is uh, somebody in a room, and they're in the, the audience gets to watch them and then vote on how to kill them or vote uh, try Various to help them survive? Various different things. It's incredibly interactive. Okay. We had our first live stream last week and had about 100,000 live views um, and people shit. who have spent probably three straight days with us so wow. we love them just watching the person stuck in the room waiting for them to either be well, killed you get to or interact with them okay so you're not just watching them, them figure out things and try the door try the window try this try that okay and so the, the, it's not really up to the audience you. whether or not this person's <laughs> going to survive yes and um, we have a, a narrative aspect that sort of ties in to get you to the point where you know a lot about this character and why they're there and what's going to happen next in the story. So, so, so it's like Scream, but you can interact and tell people to look behind where, them. Where can people go to, to, to be sadistic and interact with the Kill Cam crew? Or they can just be heroic and try and help them out. <laughs> they could, which is Actually, more people were heroic. A lot of people are trying to be like, yeah, try the window. Da, da, da. Yeah. Right. Um, where can people go to check this out? Killcamlive.com. Killcamlive.com. Are you going to cameo in this? I, you know, We'd all love to see know, you die. Yeah, I know, right? If, if we run out of things and the, the audience gets bored, yeah, maybe we'll... Can the audience interactively vote to throw you in the kill cam room? <laughs> you know, that's something maybe we can... Uh, no one wants to see April die. They're like, hey, April's uh, great. Thanks. We love April. She's cute. Canyon. But Canyon, that motherfucker left us hanging with those first edition episodes. <laughs> what a jerk. He doesn't have our best interest in, in, in mind. We're going to kill him. We want blood. The audience talks like that, by the way. They talk like Uncle Remus. Hey, there. That canyon boy. We got to kill him. You'd be surprised. Lock him up, tie him up to the radiator. <laughs> well, guys, killcamlive.com. You know where to find him. We're just kind of walking the floor at this point and yelling at people. The radio shake might kick ass. Are you getting anything? Is this feedback? Oh, you can't hear anything. Your sound guy doesn't even have headphones. <laughs> Let's go back to Asian. And now we're back. Where? Where are we back at? At the Cosplay in America booth. Where? We just got distracted by a bunch of people walking around in costume. Um, have you had a good weekend at, at Kamikaze? Yeah, I did. This is actually pretty incredible. Did you see how much people were here on Saturday? Yes, yes. Dude, we, it's got to be, what, 8,000 To put something? it in perspective for you Geekscapists, we made more business at two days of Kamikaze than we do in five days of Comic-Con. You're not the first person to tell me that. Which is insane. But I think at Comic-Con, people are holding on to their dollars. They want the exclusives. They want the big stars. They want to spend their money on the one thing, like the statue or this and that. They don't want to spend money on Sam comic books or Cosplay in America you're books. Supposed to say, you're supposed to have those limited edition shirts. Only available here. I think you can mark it up to 50 bucks. You're the businessman. I, I want a Sam like uh, vinyl statue. That's what you, I would like. Yeah, you should that would be your, awesome. You should do that. That would, that would be, be awesome. Then you should go uh, Decon. Designer Con. That okay. was this weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Asian. Yes. Where can people get the Cosplay in America book? Amazon. Amazon.com. Cosplay in America. It looks like this. That's what you want to be picking up, right? Well, you seem to be picking this up pretty well yourself, so yes. This is what you want to get. You gave me this at Comic-Con, and it is on my coffee table. Everybody who's seen it has commented on how great it is. It really is a phenomenal book. You're a fantastic photographer. Oh, thanks, dude. And it is an honor to be calling you a friend. 
So, you want to go on Amazon.com, support Asian. You're going to see him on the show in the next couple weeks, next couple months. You're going to come on. <laughs> You're going to be talking. You game at all? Are you a geek or are you just a cosplay guy? Uh, cosplay geek. Do you do any like video games or comics or movies? No, You're just into? movies. All right, yeah. all right. Comic books, I have to say, I kind of haven't been in around the scene for a while. How but I did, see, I, even but I did see Jim Lee at San Diego Comic Con, and that was one of my childhood heroes. Oh, really? So I was like, it's Jim Lee. He's in front of me. I could go over there and smack him in the face if I wanted to. And he's shorter than me. <laughs> it was. So it was. That was kind of incredible for me. <laughs> That's why you liked them. No, I was because, you know, I was into comic books when I was a kid, but I kind of got out of it when I got older. So I'm still kind of in it, but out of it. More Don't judge us. More independent. I judge you guys all the time. <laughs> all the time. Well, guys, go pick up Cosplay in America on Amazon. Support this band so we can put out another book. Please. All right, go to more cons. Uh -huh. Stock more Jim Lee. <laughs> and Wait, there's more than one? I don't know. You guys all look the same to me. <laughs> okay. And it's that racist point in, uh, in the episode of Geekscape. Um, you guys can find us at geekscape.net. That's where you can hang out with us. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. Just search for Geekscape. You'll find us. Old interviews, new interviews, tons of features, forums. Uh, hey, what about Tumblr? Geekscape.net. We're not doing the Tumblr. Tumblr seems to do my hey, MySpace. Tumblr? MySpace? Yeah, we had a MySpace. I think we had a MySpace. Friendster? Yeah, we had a uh, Friendster. Not so much the Friendster, but I heard it's uh, Friendster. I heard is actually still popular in Southeast Asia. Yeah, I think, I think you guys sold it to somebody else, and now they're using it overseas. But yeah, that's what's going on. How you doing, Power Girl? We got Power Girl over here. Do you mind if I talk to you? Can you come over there? My no, look, look. Power Girl. We got Power Girl on the episode of Geekscape right here at Kamikaze. Power Girl, has your experience been at Kamikaze? It has been brief, but pretty freaking awesome. I'm evil Power Girl, by the way. You are evil Power Girl. You're in black. <laughs> are you in the new DC 52? I don't know. Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. So, guys, this is Geekscape from Kamikaze signing off. We'll see you guys next week. Might see her next week. Where Depends on whether or not you, you Facebook stalker. But that's Please the next do. episode. We do Please a weekly do. show. Oh, okay. So we'll be back. All right, yeah. All yeah, right? Yeah, find my fan page. It's Luck in Spades. Luck in Spades? Yes, even though I just made an ass of myself about not knowing enough about Power Girl. You should, you should like my costumes, if not my brain. I think Matt Kelly likes your costume. <laughs> look at that dude over there. Good eye contact. Look at that guy. Yeah. He, look at him. I don't know if he's looking in the eyepiece or if he has shame. I, <laughs> I can't tell. And with Matt Kelly, I can't always tell. It's always shame. There. There's blush. always a little bit of shame. Would you go out with a guy like Matt Kelly? Look yeah, at him. I'm going out with a guy like Matt Kelly. All right. Glasses, High five for the geeks. Hair, Look at him. Geek. He is probably playing WoW right now. <laughs> oh, that's too geeky for Matt Kelly. No, no, no. He doesn't do none of that stuff. He, he beat Batman, the new Batman game, in less than three days. All right. You got to do something to get in there. You gotta right. do something. You gotta uh, do yeah, something to get the in there. Costume. Yeah, you gotta do a little dance while he's doing do something to distract him. <laughs> something. He should be dancing for me. There's that. There's that. There's that. You know. Guys, we will see you on the next episode of Geekscape. And Thank you so me. much. And what is it again? Facebook.com. Luck in Spades. It's a fan page and it's awesome. I need more of you guys. I mean, who doesn't love boobs? Oh wait, boobs. she's got boobs. <laughs> Like me, if only for my boobs. But I swear I can sew also. She's honest. The boobs. <laughs> she knows her assets. I do. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. It's nice talking to you guys.